We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. White Sox fans, this is your Sox Machine White Sox wake-up call for Friday, June 18th, 2021. I am Josh Nelson. Well, last night's game was not fun. Disaster struck early for Dylan Cease in the first inning, and the defense was partially to blame. Jose Atuve led it off with an infield single, and next was Chas McCormick, who hit a grounder to Yohan Makata. His throw went short to second base as Danny Mendick tried to field the one hopper while Otuve was sliding into the bag. Except Mendick didn't scoop the throw, Mikado was charged with an error, and now there are runners on first and second with no outs. You can make the argument that Mendick should have fielded the one hopper and the White Sox should have gotten at least one out. But if Mikado makes his typical throw to second base, the White Sox should be able to turn two, and there'd be two outs, nobody on. That was significant, because next to hit was Michael Brantley, and of course, Brantley smashes a three-run homer, his fourth of the season. <sighs> the White Sox really could use him right now. Down 3 nothing, going into the fourth inning, ceases danger zone, as he was carrying a season ERA over seven in the fourth inning. Well... That went up. Cease walked the leadoff hitter, then proceeded to plunk Jordan Alvarez. He gave up a ground rule double to Carlos Correa, then a single to Abraham Toro, which Toro then stole second base, advanced to third base on a wild pitch. Cease then finally got a strikeout, and then Cease walked Jason Castro, who was his last batter to face. Zach Birdie replaced Cease and promptly allowed a sack fly to Altuve. Altogether, Cease's final line was three and a third innings pitched, four hits allowed. He allowed seven runs. Six of those seven runs were earned, two walks, and four strikeouts. Yes, Dylan Cease allowed more runs than hits and walks combined. It was that special of an occasion. His season ERA is now 3.99. Zach Birdie threw well after rejoining the ball club as Adam Eaton was placed in the 10-day injured list, but Birdie didn't strike out anyone. His final line was one and two-thirds innings pitched, one hit allowed. 
He didn't allow a run. He just allowed the run that he inherited from Dylan Cease. He walked two, and again, no strikeouts. Matt Foster, boy, two innings pitched, three hits, three earned runs. Two of those three hits were home runs. His season ERA is now 6.41. And remember when Cody Hoyer and Matt Foster were the saviors of the White Sox bullpen in 2020? Seems so long ago. Offensively for the White Sox, man, they have to do better than this the rest of the weekend, or this is going to be a tough series for the White Sox. They scored two runs in the sixth inning as Brian Goodwin doubled and scored on Adam Engel's RBI single, and then Engel would later score off of a Jose Abreu's RBI single. And that was it for the White Sox offense, who only mustered four hits and one walk for the night. Again, that's not going to be good enough this weekend against the best offense in Major League Baseball. The White Sox are now 43-26. and 26. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Tonight at 7.10 p.m. Central Time, it's Carlos Rodon on the mound for the White Sox. Rodon had a no-hitter going into the seventh inning in his last start in Detroit. He also called out the Houston Astros during his comments about Major League Baseball suspending pitchers for illegal substances, but not the 2017 Houston Astros for cheating. Let's see how the Astros hitters feel about Rodon's comments, even though it's really not new Opposing players have been sharing their feelings about that escapade for a couple of years now. But again, it's it's always intriguing when a pitcher is calling out the Houston Astros before facing the Houston Astros. Rodon is carrying a season ERA of 1.89 with 97 strikeouts for the season. This is going to be a great test for Carlos Rodon. Starting for Houston will be Luis Garcia, making 11 starts this season. Garcia has a 2.98 ERA with 72 strikeouts. The most runs he's allowed in any start is three. So the White Sox hitters will have their work cut out again. You could watch the game on NBC Sports Chicago with Jason Benetti and Gordon Beckham or listen on the radio at ESPN 1000. Down in the minor leagues and boy was this a surprise in Charlotte. Jake Berger started the game at second base. Knights manager Wes Helm said it was director of player development and assistant general manager Chris Getz's idea 
to put Berger at second base in an attempt to develop more White Sox players who could play multiple positions. Or it could be that someone within the White Sox front office is suddenly worried about middle infield depth, but instead of making a trade, the White Sox will continue to put players at positions they've never played before. Hey, it worked for Andrew Vaughn in left field. Maybe Jake Berger could play second base. Well, Berger was involved in turning one double play, and he hit his eighth home run of the season as the Knights won 9-3. Tim Beckham homered again. So did Nate Nolan and Mikey Mottok. Mike Wright, the starting pitcher for the Knights, went six innings, allowed five hits, two earned runs, one walk, and six strikeouts for the win. The Birmingham Barons lost 7-1. Blake Battenfield got beat up for his first loss of the season as he couldn't get to the fifth inning. He pitched four and two-thirds innings, nine hits allowed, seven earned runs, no walks, and three strikeouts. Winston-Salem won 5-3. Tyler Osick hit his first home run with the dash, going two for three with a walk. And Canapolis finally reached win number 10 on the season, beating down East 5-3. Harvey Mendoza powered the Cannonballers' offense, going 3-for-4 with a home run. Brian Ramos, playing second base, had a multi-hit night going 2-for-4. Around Major League Baseball, the Arizona Diamondbacks become the first team in modern-day history to lose 23 consecutive road games as they fall in San Francisco 10-3. The Diamondbacks are now 20 and 50. At one point this season, the Diamondbacks were 15 and 13, which was on May 2nd. So they are 5 and 37 in their last 42 games. During the White Sox rebuild, the White Sox never had a stretch like that. And at this moment, I'm not sure Arizona is winning 50 games in 2021. So let me know when that Kmart Blue Light special goes on for Arizona because uh, it's got to be on right now with a 20-50 and 50 record. Cleveland cuts into the White Sox division lead, trimming it to three and a half games as they beat the Baltimore Orioles 10-3. Cleveland now travels to Pittsburgh this weekend. So the American League Central race could be tight after this weekend. The Colorado Rockies are hot as they win again, this time beating up the Milwaukee Brewers 7-3. The Rockies have won four straight games after they swept the San Diego Padres earlier this week. The New York Yankees turn another triple play on their way of beating the Toronto Blue Jays 8-4. The Atlanta Braves and the Chicago Cubs posted shutouts last night. The Braves blanked the St. Louis Cardinals 4-0, which helps the Chicago Cubs because they won 2-0 over the New York Mets to avoid a sweep. And the San Diego Padres get back to their winning ways, edging the Cincinnati Reds 6-4. This was a crazy game because the score was 2-0 heading into the ninth inning. Cincinnati put up four runs in the top half of the ninth inning to take the lead, only to watch San Diego score four runs themselves in the bottom half as Victor Caratini hit a walk-off two-run homer. That will do it for this White Sox wake-up call. Subscribe to the Sox Machine podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. And also subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash Machine. If you enjoy our work and want to support us, visit patreon.com slash Machine as we have several different tiers of support starting at just $2 a month for exclusive content 
ad-free podcast and website and first crack at our new swag items. Have a great Friday morning and weekend, everyone. And hopefully we get to talk about another White Sox winner. For SoxMachine.com, I'm Josh Nelson. Thanks for listening. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.